aggressive <laughs> voices. It's so weird because I could see us on Facebook and on our computer. And there's a delay. I really hate that. I really hate that. Uh, and I'm in my pajamas. Um, like, I'm in a 3X shirt, just like, bam. I'm in a really nice gift dress. It's very comfortable. I'm Look at us. We're just in the polar, polar opposite outfits. I just took a bath. I fit him in my jobbies. I want to take a bath. I know, you were well, like... I just came back from a Brazilian steakhouse for my brother's 30th birthday, and I'm drunk, so yay. Here we are. I have oh. so many feelings. I should change my oh, name. Hi. I'm Lauren. I'm Bridget. This is Bridget. I'm changing my name this on the video. There we go. Anime. I will never ever say we should introduce ourselves again because my older brother made fun of me today because he listened to our first episode and he was just like you're so lame and i don't Why? care how old you are when your older brother tells you that you're lame it, it will hits always you in hurt. the heart it will always that's why hurt. i'm the older sibling christian tate it will always hurt happy 30th birthday i love you i hope you like your ficus we got him a ficus <laughs> I was like, is that an insult? <laughs> no, it was a really nice ficus. It it blooms, so it's like it's a good house plant. It was a good gift. It blooms. It was. It does. It blooms and makes flowers. It was the hand. It blooms. It blooms. <laughs> Lauren gestured her hand really cutely. Guys, I'm I'm having. I'm having a day. I've been up since two and I'm intoxicated. So I apologize in advance. But I also haven't talked to Bridget in like a long time because I went to Comic Con and I met the love of Bridget's life outside of a bathroom. I'm on accident. Still really jealous about that. <laughs> Did I tell you the whole story? Yes, I made so, you. <laughs> I was in the. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the yeah. the viewer. I'm gonna tell, tell you, viewer. Michelle, because I know you're listening. We have um, one person, but it won't tell me who's watching. So if you're watching, put something in the chats. Just our home. It's gotta be. I don't know anyone else. I don't trust anyone else. It it's either be. Michelle or my friend Sam. Oh, hi, Sam. Maybe, but also hello, Michelle, because I know it's you in my heart. Um. But we were in a panel for Jim Lee, who's the creative director of DC Comics, and I had a very large Starbucks coffee in the middle of this, and I had ordered uh, non-dairy milk. They gave me the dairy milk, and my tummy was like, hey, you should not be in here right now. So in the conference hall, there are two different bathrooms. There's one directly outside the conference hall, which is very public and everyone sees it. But then there's also like a secret bathroom and that's all the way around the second hall that no one goes to. So I was like, well, I'm about to die. So I'm going to go to that bathroom. And as I was speed walking to that bathroom, freaking oh, no. Hayden Christensen, Anakin, freaking walks out of the men's room and we just make weird eye contact and then I'm I shout, so hi, and then I ran away. That's how I met Spike from Buffy. Myself. That's why I met Spike from Buffy, my very first Comic-Con. I had even, like, committed to not meeting him at that point, because I was like, this would be too mean to Bridget. And then I met him in the bathroom, which seemed like a weird fate. 
Coincidence? Bathroom, lactose problems, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. I am so jealous. I love him. But I got you so many gifts. Do you want to see them? I want to see them. So first, I found this guy who took classical paintings and Ooh. made them into nerd things. Oh, I've seen made that. Them into postcards, oh. and I got you a welcome to indoor postcard. Oh my It's gosh. got little Ewoks and stuff on it. I love that. I've seen that guy's work. Oh my gosh, that's but adorable. You send me so many postcards. I was like, I have to give. I do send you postcards. so many postcards. I love postcards. <laughs> There were also just so many sticker people everywhere that it was very overwhelming. But there was one particular sticker person that made Hobbit doors. <gasps> so I got you all of the Hobbit doors. I love that. Are they cute? If I ever can build my own house as a like grown up, because I'm not grown up yet, I want a Hobbit door. Dude, I, I know. They're the best thing ever. I want a blue then, Hobbit door with yellow flowers. I got, did I get you... No, I got you a yellow hobbit door. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. My bad. I also found this artist who was doing all of these sets of three, and I was going to get you the My Hero set, but they also had a Full Metal Alchemist set. <gasps> so this is Ed as his father and Ed as himself. And the Ed dresses as and his then, dad now. We talk about this. I know. And then you have uh, Mustang as uh, Lust. And Ed is Envy, which I knew you would love because you love Envy so much. And then, I don't... Is that two Roy Mustangs? I think so. This one was confusing to me, but it came in the set, and the other two were so good that I wasn't exactly The left almost kind of looks like Lawn Fun, but I don't know. I love it. It's weird. It has... They have, like, a... An eye patch... I don't know. Maybe it's someone that I... We, maybe we haven't met someone. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. And then I got you one more thing that I thought was perfect. I met these people who were obsessed with their cat, and they made all of these different things that were just their cat. They did comics and all this stuff, but they had this one enamel pin that they called Prince Puss, and I bought it for you. <laughs> His name is Prince Puss, and I love him so much. I like it just took my breath away. I'm obsessed. I hope to get to that level where I just make really high quality items of my cat. Peggy, you hear that? They were so nice. I made so many friends. I bought so many Devilman Crybaby Prince things. Pa- it was oh. ridiculous. And I met my favorite comic book artist, Sean Murphy, and he doodled on my first edition Joe the Barbarian comics for me Aww. for free. He didn't make me pay for any of them. Aww. He was so freaking nice, and I cried talking to him, and his wife had to steer the conversation away because Aww. I was shaking nervous. So nice. Very nice man. But yeah, those are your Comic-Con gifts. I Very love them! Very separate from your Christmas gifts. I love them! I will them. be sending them shortly. I'm so excited! I, I all my, uh, I'm not going to show you your Christmas gift, part one or part two. Well, One's yeah. in the mail, and then the other one mm-hmm. is waiting on one piece coming from Amazon, hopefully tomorrow, maybe, we'll see. But, I did see Spider-Man today, and I won't spoil what? anything, I'll just say yeah. it was great. I loved it, and I cried a whole bunch, like, to the fact that I had definitely had a migraine on the way home because I cried so much. 
but I loved it. And if you know me, you know I'm very passionate about Spider-Mans. You know, I, I very much love my Spider-Mans, all of them. I am that person who people remember, oh, you liked Spider-Man 3 with Toby? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I really I like that. I have one question for you. Oh, okay. One question. It's not a spoilery question. I just have to know. Is okay. this the end of this everything? No. Is it the end? No. This all right. That's end, all I needed to know. As we know it. No, that we knew that beforehand because uh, Amy Pascal, who can never keep her mouth shut from Sony, uh, said, we just signed on for three more Spider-Mans. But Tom Holland was like, toying with the idea of like am i gonna do spider-man until i'm 32 or what but yes there are three more <laughs> spider-mans uh and uh yeah no it's i don't think this chapter's done yet okay that makes me happy yeah i love spider-man and i'm as much as i love getting a new spider-man every two years i i think this might be our years. first fourth spider-man you know? Oh my gosh. Breaking, a lot of pressure. Breaking barriers. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. It was great. I I just can't wait to talk to you about it because it was great. I probably yeah. won't be able to watch it till Monday at the earliest. It's really And painful, no promises. But that's okay. I know. I'll be driving for two days because I'm flying I've... to D.C. tomorrow and then helping my friend drive down for the holidays for two days. I'm flying. And you're going to make it. I'm going to make time. it. You're gonna I've go. already checked in my boarding pass and all that, so that's uh, a step further than last time. Mm -hmm. uh, so I mm -hmm. think, you know, therapy's working. Uh, I don't feel too anxious. It kind of feels like, I was telling Lauren, it feels like an out-of-body experience kind of thing. But, um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, I fly tomorrow at 12.50, so... Should be good. And I, like, forgot to check in for my boarding pass for, like, 15 minutes, and I still am group A, seat four. So, uh, yes. I guess it's gonna be an empty plate. So, <laughs> it's fine. Fine by me. Um, but yeah, so that, and then today, in the mail, my zine came in of All Might! Oh my god. Have you read it yet? Yeah! It's so good. The art is so wonderful. It's like nice quality. But look, this was like my favorite one. Oh no. Oh no. I can't see it. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Your background is covering it. There it is. There oh, it is. Oh. Come back. How do I get it back? How do I get it do back? Do you shit? There it is. I saw it in All Might. No, but I like it. <laughs> how does I, that make any sense i don't all? like please explain i don't like ship them in a romantic way i ship them in a aizawa is the caretaker and protector way like that it's like that injured all my kind of it sounds really weird okay it does. It, like he I'm has to be lie. injured and aizawa's like the caretaker you know like that that's a really it's a really trope, i know but it's really specific Maybe it's just because it's me and I don't like PDA that much and I'm like weird on it, but I really love them like the caretaker thing. It's I like that. Anyway and not in a romantic way. No. That's that's weird. I, I mean it, I guess it's not weird. And then I got these cute little it's probably cards. Normal. Look at these cute little cards. Uh, ah. Look, gardening. Small mite gardening. I can't see it. Lauren, why? So why is my background this way? It's just like me <gasps> okay. holding up nothing. It's because it's green. No. 
No. Anyway, oh, oh, oh. If I tilt it this way, no. no. Now I can't get no. it to do it again. I'm so sorry. I'm anyway, so sorry. it's really cute. And then it's this is the magazine cover, but it's shiny holographic. I'm such a sucker for holographic stuff. Me too. You know how many holographic art prints I bought at this stupid Comic Con? So, so many. many. So many. So many. Oh, I wish you could five. see the little small mite gardening because there's a cat. Oh, look, you can kind of see it. There's oh. a cat on his back. Hey. I can't. You're gonna have to send me a picture. It's so it's so blurry. It's I'm so blind. Cute. I'm sorry. And I got a few stickers too, but I can't show you those because I gave you one of the stickers, two of the stickers, and one's on my luggage tag, and so I can't go get it because my luggage. I tag. thought they were just gonna be dirty. I'm sorry, my dog is. <gasps> Hootie patootie! Oh my gosh, Hootie, you're being so much right now. Got, I was gonna say he's got your headphone. Sheesh. Hootie patootie. Okay. Why is nobody talking in our chat? It's so annoying. Because, well, who's in it? There I, are lots of people. I can't tell. Maybe that it's means no one. Somebody liked it. No somebody, oh, oh my mom no. liked it. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the other room, but she liked She's just it. going to bed. Like, oh. She, and she's <laughs> going to bed, and she saw that I'm live now. And, <laughs> I love her, her so much. Hootie. I love my Excuse mom. Excuse you. Hootie. It's her way of thanking me for raising the alarm when I thought you were dead. She felt so bad. She goes, I took you away. I was like, no, I completely forgot. I didn't put it on my calendar. And if I don't put it on my calendar, I don't remember. And Hootie, what do you have to say about that? Do you hear no mic noises? It's Hootie sniffing the mic. <laughs> can you hear him? I can hear the mic like moving a little bit, and it was just I just looked up and it was Hootie's nose. I'm so sorry. He's uh, I've been gone for a few hours because again, my brother's birthday. We were getting crunk. He tried to convince me to do karaoke, and you know how hard that was for me to say no to. You do love a good karaoke. My grandmother was like, oh, I'll go. And I was like, oh, that would be great. <laughs> my my Mimi, I feel like I can say this because she'll never listen, is a very conservative Southern lady. She, The way she says my name is Lauren Elizabeth. Lauren. And that's literally all you need to know about my grandmother to know exactly who she is as a person. And I adore her. She's kind of awful, but she's equally amazing that's literally it that's normally how grandparents go yeah and she was gonna karaoke but we didn't end up going and that's a disappointment and they've never heard me sing full out before in my life really none of my family well let me just give me their email and i'll send them that recording all the things dean's done please no Anything but that. Do not ever give that to my mother. I don't. I want. I have it locked away in a safe place on my computer. Oh, I meant to give a shout out to the zine. It's by Hexagons Galore. They have a Tumblr, Twitter, and a big cartel. And look at that cute little business card. It's a cat. And then uh, they even drew this really cute little drawing on the back that says, "Thanks for your support, Bridget." It's adorable. So. I don't know if they still have some, but if they do, you should definitely support them because it's got some great art, like Storm, Storm, Storm Call Art. I think that's their name. 
Oh. Is that Hootie making those little noises? Yes. <laughs> he he snorted! That's why we call him Hootie. He hooted and then he, he snorted. He was like, oh. Yeah. And then he went. <laughs> I always tell everyone that we named him Hootie after Hootie and the Blowfish. That's what I thought for a really long time was that y'all just really were like Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish fans, but... No. That you told me a few weeks ago about his little hoots. He makes little hoots and it's real sweet. Little hooty patootie. He is sweet. (laughs) Oh, anyway. Alright. We watched anime. We did. And we took a little break because Lauren was gone and then holidays and all that chaos and then then I disappeared. Yeah, so, Laura... For hours. So, So. (laughs) yesterday, I forgot that Laura and I had said we were going to record at 6. I got home from working out. I was also late because I had to pick up my truck. My truck's been in the repair shop for two weeks because, you know, shipping is horrible. It was a small repair, but it takes forever to get apart right now. Um, So, I finished working out. It was my one-year anniversary at Orange Theory. Uh, and then I went and picked up my truck, and then I went and grabbed some snacks at Target for the plane, and then, uh, I came home, and my mom is working on Christmas presents, too, and we're trying to be more crafty this year, and she was like, hey, do you want to go to Home Depot with me? And then I was like, it's really, it's dark now, and I don't like leaving the house when it's dark, because I'm 90, and I was, she was like, we can just go tomorrow, but I knew, like, that today is her birthday, and I was like, no, no, let's just go now, and so we got in the car to go to Home Depot, and as soon as we got in the car, I went, I left my phone inside somewhere, and I go, mom, do you have your phone, and she goes, yeah, I go, if there's an emergency, we'll just use your phone, and then drove to Home Depot, and looked for all the things she needed, and then drove to It's like six fifteen, and I was like, "All right, she's she's actually a little late now." So I gave her a call, no answer. Then I wait till like six thirty to call her again. So I'm like, "All right, I'm being paranoid. Maybe maybe her stomach hurts. Maybe she got a little sick and she needed a minute and she couldn't get to her phone. That's fine." So I call her again, and then I call her two more times, and then I'm like, "All right, I'm nervous." So it's six forty five. I'm like hanging out here on the Zoom call with no one here but me. And I'm like, all right, Bridget, she never forgets this stuff. She's never late. She would have called me if anything happened and something must have happened to her. So I send out an alert to all of our friends. I had started a group text and then I texted Ryan separately because I didn't know if he wanted to be a part of that group text. <laughs> but it was like, hey, uh, has anyone heard from Bridget? She was supposed to meet me at six on a Zoom meeting and I have not heard from her and she will not call me back. So everyone starts losing their mind. And also, hilariously, if you tell someone, hey, someone's not answering my calls or texts, they immediately call and text you. I know. I was like, I'm not Is ignoring it? you. Why would I answer I know. those? I don't know. But it was 
felt nice that they were doing it anyway. It was good. Then, it was good. After a few hours of me trying to, Will just got home. After oh. a few hours of me trying to figure out where you were, I was like, "All right, maybe she fell asleep. This is weird." And then Ryan's like, "I can call her mom," and I was like, "No, that's too much." Yeah, that's Ryan has funny. my mom's number from when we went on vacation. Hi, Will. Will's belly. <laughs> I'll make it fast. Um, sorry, I just whacked your butt on my Facebook. <laughs> Only Michelle can really? see it. <laughs> he said, really? He <laughs> 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 so don't care. Um, yeah, meanwhile, I, I'm talking to Ryan. I'm like, did she tell you where she was going? Like, is there like a trail? Can we follow it? Because I, I watched Dateline and also I listened to Only Murder podcasts. And same, I was same. like, all right. Uh, if we can catch these th first three hours and track where she it's is, it's the most important vital hours. Yeah. That is a thing. And so I'm like freaking out trying to figure out what your last moves were. And I'm talking to Rachel and she's like, well, I know she went to Orange Theory today. It was her year anniversary. I'm like, all right, but that was hours ago. And we're like spiraling, like all of us just spiraling away like where is this and then crystal's like looking up your facebook information like she was active two hours ago and i was like all right and then i text ryan i'm like when did you last hear from bridget and he goes two hours ago and i was like no that's not good enough and so we're just like freaking out and then I finally did. bridget I calls ryan. me I text a ride on the way to orange theory what up i'm texting at orange theory because i always break the rules <laughs> finally bridget calls me no, no, okay, no, wait, pause yours, pause your end. I can, this is like the TikTok where it's like, and then I'm over here, I'm spinning like a ballerina. I'm wandering around Home Depot trying to find this certain size little nail for my mom's art. I'm trying, trying to, at Walmart, trying to find, compare which plank of wood was better for what we needed. And then we waited in line for Taco Bell and the line was too long so we went to Taco Cabana because quesadillas sounded good and we came up. And then I, you know, normally I don't miss too much. It's normally like some work stuff or something on my phone and I'm like, there's like 15 missed calls, and it's from all of our friends. Not Ryan, by the way. <laughs> not Ryan. Well, I told him not to call you because I'd already called. Ryan Ryan was using his brain. He was like, no, I can Facebook her mom and brother. And Ryan like, knows no, I would not much. ignore you or Ryan or anybody else. Yeah. But, so. Yeah, Ryan I'm knows like, that if I call, he if he calls, he's going to get the same response. I love that Ryan was like, I can call, because I gave him, when we went to Disney, I was like, here's my mom and dad's number for when we go on vacation for emergency purposes. Um, <laughs> so, I, I'm like, so this is my thought process. It's like 15 missed calls and texts, and it's from you, Crystal, and Rachel, and I'm like, someone in our friend group died. Someone in our friend group, something's wrong. <laughs> so I had the opposite thought because it still had not clicked to me that I that it was Wednesday and six on with it was still Tuesday in my mind. And so I was like, our friends someone's hurt. Oh no, I left my phone and someone got hurt. And so I just immediately call you back and I'm like, hey, and you were like, hey. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Because I was looking at your text while calling you back. So I didn't even look at my text because I was just like, someone died. Someone died and I need to call. 
And so then I texted, while I was on the phone with you, I texted Rachel, I texted Crystal, and Crystal FaceTimed me, and they were getting their booster, Anthony was getting his booster shot at CVS. <laughs> so I FaceTimed with them, I was like, I'm alive. I told everyone I was alive, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And then we started a group text where I just sent everybody my mom, dad, and brother's phone number, and was like, in case I disappear, and don't reappear in the critical three hours, here are my parents' and brother's phone number. You did make it before the three hours was up. I did. So it was two hours. I was about to escalate. I was about to escalate the situation, but also I had to work at four in the morning this morning. So I was like, oh. I need to sleep, but I can't sleep until Bridget is found. I felt so bad. And if Ryan would have called, like, I made sure Ryan's number, Ryan and Michael's number is in my mom's phone. She has almost all of my friends' contacts and she doesn't do anything weird with them. It's just for emergency purposes because I travel around so much because most of y'all live in San Antonio, some in Austin. And, you know, I used to travel for work all the time. And so she would call if something happened um and so she has almost everybody's phone number in her phone so she would have been like why is ryan calling me well now i got her too yeah you got mom <laughs> dad and brother you don't show up for a zoom meeting i'm calling your whole freaking family they'd probably talk your ear Jeez off Louise. too they'd probably talk your ear the off the most and really stressful the most stressful two hours of my whole life. I was just I felt like, Bridget so died. She never doesn't show I up. I felt this so bad. Well, then I got home and I was like, somebody died. <laughs> well, I'm glad we... We both think people die. Anyway, guys, yeah. that's why we're doing this live right now. Hey! Because we were supposed to do it yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. Bridget died for two hours. I did. And I'm back. But she's I'm... alive now. I'm in a metal suit. Uh, Lauren cut off her arm and leg and put a blood seal on it. And here I am. But I got you back. Oh, gosh. I am Ed, aren't I? In our relationship, I'm Ed and you're Alphonse. And I'm mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, no. That's pretty much... That's I mean, I like to think that I'm Ed, but I'm definitely more Alphonse, for sure. And I want to be Alphonse, but I'm Ed. You know? I'm the most Ed mofo. <laughs> And I'm like, no, let's think about this. I'm gonna think about this, and let's. And do I'm it just like, like this. no, let's go. <laughs> it looks cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, the color scheme is wrong. Let's look at the pricing on this. Hold on, I'm gonna make our Facebook page. I'm, I'm gonna revving it through full throttle. Let's go. You're welcome. I'm I so put mad. that in there for you because you anyway, you I'm so sorry. I do. Okay, so we anyway, watched episodes, episodes. 40, 45 through 48. Woo-woo. We're almost done. And they were crazy, y'all. Yeah. They were so crazy. With a gross cliffhanger, so too. So upsetting. Uh, uh, so I almost 45. just kept watching, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I really I thought about it, but I was already at the doghouse, so I did not. <laughs> Good. You're Good welcome. for you. I did, not the right wanna, I did not want to upset you anymore. <laughs> the next time Thank I you. make you cry, Thank it'll you be tears of happiness. <laughs> anyway. That's uh, all I ask. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Okay, so episode Thank 45. It. It's called The Promise Day. Dun, dun, dun. Lauren, you Here got a Here is your Netflix summary. Quiet warnings spread near and far. The promised day is at hand. While most will face 
the coming chaos with their own kind, Edward forms a new cabal, that freaking word again, a new cabal composed of human, chimera, and homunculus? That's it. kind of spoilery, but all right. Oh, I, all it's right. all spoilery. And I only have one voice actor oh. for this entire episode that we are doing. This is the only voice actor that I have. Wow. I guess it <laughs> does it take for... place with a lot of people we already know. It does. This voice actor is Rebecca. Rebecca. She is Hawkeye's friend. Oh! <laughs> Her English voice actor is Jamie Marchi, and she plays you, uh, Takeyama, or Mount Lady, in My Hero Academia. Oh! She also plays... Yeah. Mac- I can hear it now. She also plays Makoto Minagawa in Fruits Basket, and you... Mm, Matsuoka in Free. I don't know. I think Matsuoka is like the name of the main character, but she plays like his sister or something. I don't She's know. Mountain I Lady. I love Mountain Lady. I love Mountain Lady. A She's one lane road. My only then, weakness. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and then her Japanese voice actor is Naomi Sh- uh, Shindo, and she plays young Hanji in Blood Plus, Havoc in Darker Than Black, and uh, Ryoko Miyazona in Your Lie in April. So that that's my only voice actor for this entire episode. Every time which I hear Your so Lie in nice April, for me. I get scared because I'm like, Ugh, we're gonna have Prepare to go yourself. through that heartbreak it's soon. Very, very sad. <laughs> well, maybe not soon. We could have. That is could, true. We could not roll it for a very long time. As soon feel... as we roll one, you get to replace it if it doesn't have. You know, I, I feel two. like it's gonna be soon. So, like I feel in my heart, it's gonna be a soon. It's gonna uh, be soon. All right, soul crushing. <laughs> hey, look at our really cool adventure anime. Now let's watch this soul crushing depression era. <laughs> at least it's just so like one sad. season. We'd finish it really fast, but oh, that's true. That's true. Anyway, okay, so here go we go. Here we go. Greed is angry with Bradley, because remember we left off with Greed busting into Bradley's house and was like, what is happening? Because Ling is now getting control of Greed and making him see things. Greed's angry at Badly, angry with Bradley, and trying to figure out why he remembers old memories and is using that shield skin thing, which I love, and little pride is looking angry. I hate that kid. Dude, his little evil face was so funny. It was in the like corner. The like least, his mom's yes. like holding him. And he's like, it was the least evil face. He's just like, it's not going my way. I'm angry. It's so cute. Uh, and then we pan over to the Armstrong family. They're also sparkly and lovely. Uh, and I love this scene so much. Lady Olivier wants wants her dad to retire, and she wants to take over, but the dad says he was going to leave it to Alex, because Alex is older, and now they have to engage in a combat to see who is going to be the head I of the family. I thought she was older than he was. He call, She calls him little brother. Am I wrong? Am I, I crazy? I don't know. Who is older? Is older. Olivier Armstrong... Or Alex Armstrong. Uh. Oh, Olivia is older. Okay. 
older sister. I think Alex, he was okay. just gonna leave it because he's to a dude, Alex, because he has got a penis. Yeah, sexism. That's, that's his only qualification. Classic. His, his baldness. Oh no, yeah. we're not live on Facebook anymore. It lost signal. <gasps> Whatever. That's okay. Sorry, Michelle. I hope it comes back. Me too. She did find oh, it. So I saw sorry. that she liked it. So, um, huh. all right. Uh, and so they're battling to see who's going to be the head of the family. And I said, oh my gosh, the shirt rip off. <laughs> I love this. He's like, fine. And just rips it. I love, I love it. I love it every time. It never gets old. And then immediately just starts dying. Yeah. Just gets pummeled. Whenever she's like, whenever she, like, she knocked him into the hallway and just starts dragging him back in the room. And he's literally every shouting, time. No. Every time, like, he falls, he's trying to scatter away, and she's like, not today, and pulls him back in. So I go, I love that the family's unfazed by everything happening, and there's, like, furniture flying in the background and, like, shattering against the wall, and they're like, yes, dear, should we go on our Jamaican cruise? And with, like, the littlest sister, and I was like, what is happening? Um... I, I guess said, they've just always fought this Yeah, hard, I, I right? bet they're close like, in age. It has to be just, normal. Yeah, right? yeah. They must okay. be, like, maybe two years apart, you know, the sibling rivalry. Uh, I go, Olivier is absolutely beating Alex's butt, and he tried to tap out, and, and the sister just walked by and said, try to hang in there, Alex, while she was, like, getting her bag out of the room. And I was like, what is happening? And then I wrote, Olivier is just dragging him around and beating him up. Of course, Lady Olivier Armstrong won. It tells him to get she out did. because he'll stink up the mansion with his cowardice. Okay, I hate when it gets to that point because that's not fair. He did the right thing in the war. It was a bad war, but I get it. Okay, but it's... I, don't you come at him like that. Don't you come at my man like that. Anyway. uh, don't I don't you... know if I like lady armstrong sometimes yeah sometimes i'm like because of her hatefulness yeah 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 like she's a great character and i love i love representation of strong females and anything like sure, everything about like, her in breaks i loved but but everything about her in central i'm not so fond of like her with I'm mustang her with alex it's like okay we get it we get it I need a softness from her that I'm not getting. Just a little bit. I just need, yeah. like, a smidgen. A smidge. A smidge. That's all I need. Smidge. I'm sure we'll get it soon. I feel like we're gonna get it soon. Um, We have to, right? There's only, like, how many episodes I left? mean, like, like the world's on. about to end. She's gonna look over some hatred. The world's about to end. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I have a feeling uh, that this last fight that we're getting on uh, to the last episode is gonna last, like, four episodes. So. I'm not ready for it. Um, so Mei Chang is traveling back to Xing with little, little Envy in a jar, which I, remember I told you I did not feel comfortable with them giving. I don't feel comfortable with it either. Uh, Get and out. I said, oh, this is the mining town from that chapter I was reading. It is! I was like, who knew that one chapter, the only chapter, I'm like halfway through, like, I don't know, I'm in the first, like, collection, and that one chapter keeps popping up. Um, but that's the lovely little mining town. That little kid's the one whose dad now owns the mine uh, that they got from, uh, what's his name? Yoki. Yoki! Uh, and so, they're so kind to her, giving her all this food and housing for free because they're just good people. May is crying because she's so, like, thankful and she realizes, you know, like, all these people are so kind, but they they might die soon if they don't 
you know, fix this issue. But Envy is straight up just tricking her and is like telling her she's not helping these kind people. They're not going to save their life. They're all going to die. And so Envy convinces sweet little Mei Chang to go back to Central to learn the true meaning of immortality. And she listens and she turns around to go back to Central. And I was like, no. I'm so upset that she listened. I'm Ugh. so upset. I'm like, you know this dude is evil. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, bro? Don't Stop listen to it. the little chameleon slug in a jar. He's oh literally gosh. a worm. Do not listen to him. Like also, there's a one tiny moment. I don't know if this was if they did it this weird sound in the dub, but in the sub, like one of the villagers holds Xiaomei and she lets out the most horrible little scream in the entire world. Like it's no. like a bloody murder. That Xiaomei did not scream. happen. That did not and happen. And I'm just like what? I'm going to find it and I'm going to play it for you because it's okay. very upsetting. Yeah, she was just like, I love your cat. And then the guy was like, cat's trying to eat you. Yeah, she was like, I love your cat. And Xiaomei went, ah! Like, it was I crazy I don't scream. think it was that dramatic. It was just like, ah, I'm sorry, I have to leave now, bye. And But it was not like, <laughs> nothing startled me. Awful. It was awful. And oh, no one no. noticed it. Everyone was just like, oh, cat. And I was like, no, no, screaming bear, <laughs> screaming bear. Um, okay, so then we pan. Screaming bears, little Xiaomi. So- Stop it. Do not sing <laughs> Anastasia right now. Almost remember. And anyway, <laughs> Ed is still traveling with the chimeras. Uh, Ed is at the old hideout. It looks like the place where Gluttony busted out uh, and, you know, like, ate half the building. But no one's there. But then, all of a sudden, Ling Greed shows up. But it's Ling's... It, greed Ling. Ling Greed? Green, Ling Greed sounds like Linguini, though. Anyway, but it's <laughs> it's it's Ling's actual voice, and he's hungry it's for Linguini. Uh... <sighs> But Greed's trying to fight back and get control of Ling's body. <laughs> I just laughed at Ed. He's like, uh, he's trying to get control. Ed just goes like, like bonks his head. Is like, no, no. And I was like, that's not helpful. That's not how that works. It is. That's not how it that is works. It is when you're a boy. That's how that works. Also, can I just I, say that Ed and Ling are like my favorite friends in this show. I just think their friendship they're is so great. sweet and sweet. I love that. They're <sighs> great. Um, the angry shouty boy and his hungry wise friend. <laughs> hungry wise friend that makes Ed pay for the bills. Love it. And then angry shouty gremlin science boy. Love it. Love it. Um, Ling lets Ed know that Father's going to try and open the portal on the Day of Reckoning and they should jump in when it's open to get their bodies. Um, but Ed doesn't feel great about that because that means people are going to die in order to get that portal open because they have to have a sacrifice. Um, but then Ling loses control of the body again and now Greed's back in control. It's very, like as Lauren said, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde going here. Did I say uh, that? You said that while we were on the phone. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I, I'm i now all in on Team Greed. I love Greed Ling as the duo. And, and we, we get I a lot more of it in these great. four. Yeah. And it's very Sukuna Yuji vibes from JJK, and I'm about it. I have no idea what that means. You'll know that eventually. It's okay. okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I only to knew on the list. Jujutsu Kaisen. That's all I knew. JJK. I got, I got That's that. That's half the battle. 
Half the battles. Half the battles understanding abbreviations. Alright. Exactly. So, Greed doesn't want to do anything with the homunculi anymore because he's kind of out on his own. Uh, and Ed invites him to team up with them. Greed says no, but kind of thinks about it. But then, uh, Greed slash Ling, I think it, I wrote Ling, but it's Greed, invites them to join him. And Ed says, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I have a Big question. Yeah. I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. You're In good. the Japanese, they don't call him Team Up. They say Pal Up. Did they say Team Up or did they say Pal Up? Team Because <laughs> it drove me absolutely insane. Ed was like, yeah, you should Pal Up with me. And I was like, what? It was Team Up. <laughs> Partner Up, Team Up. It was I'm not so Pal Up. <laughs> pal Up. They said Pal Up every single time they said it. And in that span of three minutes, they said Pal Up. Probably ten times. And I'm upset. I have not heard that phrase. I'm sorry, that's all I had to add to that. Please continue. (laughs) Alright. So they have to work in the shadows now, because Greed kind of works in the shadows, especially since the homunculi run everything, and um, Greed's not teaming up with them anymore. And then... My cats are about to start fighting with each other. Um... (gasps) Ed looks at Winry's earrings in his pocket and says he has a feeling that he won't see Al or Winry anymore anytime soon. And I was like, "Eh, it's sad, sad, but I'm still annoyed that she just gave him a fistful of earrings. (laughs) It's a a weird spinoff. It's a weird spinoff of a fistful of dollars, a fistful of earrings. Um, A fistful of dollars? What the heck? It's a Clint Eastwood movie, that's but all, all right. It's uh, a Clint Eastwood movie. Sorry. It's an old I'm Western. Not that smart. It's a Western. Oh, that's why. Oh. Um, so Izumi is gone. We pan over to Izumi's like butcher shop house place. Izumi is gone, and they. I wrote Izumi is gone, but they say she's gone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 correct. how that works. That's how that works. Uh, the military's looking for her, but Izumi and Sig are up north, uh, but Al lets them know through a message about the Day of Reckoning. Uh, they're basically, the they have somebody at the butcher shop that they trust who's, like, letting him know, like, hey, military are here looking for you. His name um, is Daniel. I forgot to get his name. Daniel? His name is Daniel. That's, That's my all. brother's name. Your um, brother is My brother at the butcher the shop. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, so that's the name of the episode. My brother at the butcher shop. Let me write that down. My brother at the at butcher, the butcher shop. shop. It'll tie me, boys. At my the butcher brother. shop. Ooh, that's not at how you spell butcher. butcher. I can't read my own handwriting. Anyway, um, so then we pan up north, and Mountain Patrol gets attacked, and they're like. Who's attacking? And then Azumi just pops into the shot and was like, A housewife! <laughs> and I love when she does that so much. She's like, She's got the chancla and she's hitting them. And I love it. Um, So they say, uh, Major Miles goes, It's the same, at- same attack from 20 years ago. You know, they talk about like, She fought this bear and it's just <laughs> a buccaneer. And it's great. Okay. So, Izumi gets purposefully caught, so she can send a message to Buccaneer and Miles. Uh, and the Briggs soldiers pass that message to Grumman about the promised day and the day of reckoning. Grumman touches Rebecca's butt, and I was like, why? 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 Yeah, it really was just 
so We get he's creepy. We don't need that to understand that he's creepy. Thank you. Um, so aggravating. Yeah, I know. That really ticked me off when I saw that because I was like, why? It's just why stupid stuff like that. It, it, the fan service is just so... It pulled I, me I out of the I'll, plot. I talk more about this in the next episode, so I'm going to leave it be. Okay. But fan service is trash, and that's all I'm going to say. It pulled me out of the plot of this story because I saw it, and I got really mad about it. And I was like, that. What did? what purpose did this serve? Uh, mm-hmm. But Grumman tells her to pass the message to Hawkeye. And then... And the, so, Rebecca meets with Hawkeye, and Rebecca's like, you should introduce me to more guys in Central. Uh, and wants to be hooked up with a nice guy from Central. And uh, Hawkeye goes, here, this is the nicest guy I know, and holds up little Black Ayate. And I was like, uh, yes, he is. He's the best boy. He's the He's best boy. I love that little puppy dog. Um, Great dog. And so her friend hugs Hayate and then gives her back. But Hawkeye realizes there's a message in Hayate's collar. She passes the message. And now Hawkeye passes the message from her to Havoc. Hides the note in the cigarettes. And then uh, (laughs) I love that she goes, tell the colonel I said hi. And then the curtain by Havoc rips open and it's just Roy sitting there in the chair looking real grumpy. He is so put out that he can't just say hi to Hawkeye. It was so, so funny. He's just cute. like, he's just so mad. He's so mad. Curtain. It's so funny. Uh, and then, um, so Roy gets the message cause, uh, Havoc's like, Hey, read this note. And then I got really thrown off by this. Like, Roy starts reading the message, and that music just starts playing out of nowhere while he's mid-reading the message, like the closing day music. And I was like, whoa, the closing episode music. And I was like, whoa, whoa, they were whoa. Like, they were just wrapping up. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, kind of startled me, because it didn't, like, fade in. It was just like, in it, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's an intense moment, Bridget. It needs to really just knock your pants off. It was really kind of terrifying. But uh, the note said, be prepared for when the promised day arrives, the North and East will make their make their move. Uh, but we get this episode, out of all four that we watched, has its own ending credits scene. And it's like a preview of this, the upcoming season. Uh, and so we oh, see- Oh, I didn't see that. It's not on the Netflix thing. Ah, well, so I watch on Funimation, and this is not the usual end credit images. It's just this episode, and it's like images previewing, I guess, what's going to happen in future episodes. Because it's got Scar in the Desert, May Traveling, Ed with Ling, Winry helping feed um, that one city where the sun god was. Oh, what's that city's Lior. name? Lior. Uh, father with the homunculi in a meeting. Ed and Ho looking at a map of the city and the Chimera rebuilding the city and then Zumi and Sig in the north and the north preparing a war plan. And I was like, mm. I'd like pause every two seconds to like write down what image I was seeing. Um, and then the after credit scene, Roy burns the note, keeps walking, and the promised day appears on screen. Olivier and Roy are together, uh, and then Ed and Winry are maybe reunited. It's a little preview. And then the fun, ominous little quote that they do at the every after credit scene is, The heart is capable of pain and separation as long as one keeps moving forward as well. 
Beep, beep, beep. Bum, bum, bye. Leading us to episode 46, Wait, I have fun Shadows. Facts. Yes, Lauren, tell I us fun, fun facts. Fun facts. Embrace my fun facts. Embrace. Um, this is, I don't have a whole lot of fun facts for the whole episode, but I do have a lot of fun facts for this particular episode. Um, so, uh, the content from this is from chapter 80, The Prodigal Father Returns, chapter 82, Family by Spirit, and chapter 83, The Promised Day. Uh, this episode is the first and only episode to announce the title at the very end of the episode. Uh, however, when yeah. it aired in America, Adult Swim didn't like that, so they just switched it around so it aired with the title card first. Because apparently, they just don't like the being cool. Adult Swim, get it together. That's weird. Yeah, because um, I love that it, the title card hit at the end because I was like, oof, oof. Yeah, Oof. it was effective. It was, was yeah, like, it was. I was like, I that's a that. big deal. And then, especially with like the new exit credit. It, yes, it's effective. It's good. They they messed up. Uh, they also cut the pro- post credit scene for the podcast, though. So like, no one saw it for no reason. There wasn't any time constraints or anything. They just cut it. Interesting. Um. Also, uh. So May ends up in Usewell, which is the mining town. Uh, in the manga, she was in Usewell before she met up with Yoki and um, Scar. It's just like a small little snippet that she had. And um, she had helped them with something. So in the original series, they are helping her out of gratitude for what she's done. And they actually struggled to figure out how to make that still fit and have her turn back around in Brotherhood, because they had to just make it random. like yeah. they're being nice, random strangers. I thought it was, um, I thought it was, they did a good job at that, because that's kind of what Ed was to them. He was a random stranger who was nice. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think they successfully found a way. Yeah, it didn't feel super awkward. I just recognized, I recognized the blonde guy. And I was like, oh, this is the mining town. Like, I knew it immediately. Um, uh, This is the only time that Greedling, the name, is used in this series, which is a huge disappointment because I loved it. I thought it was so funny. It was great. It was great. It was funny, like, delivery, too. Yeah, it was perfect. I I loved it. (laughs) So good. So sad it's gone now. Um, and my favorite fun fact is Grumman's mustache is visibly less bushy in this episode because he had to grow it back from when he shaved it off. Oh, that's right, because he was a girl. Yeah. That's funny. So they they purposefully made sure that it wasn't fully grown in yet. That's funny. Positive. Love it. Um, here's your Netflix summary for episode 46, Looming Shadows. (laughs) I want to try to read it like the Full Metal Alchemist voice guy, but I know it's going to be bad. Oh, and right. I'm going to sound like nope, Zach that Bacon. <laughs> that was so bad. Ready? Those who have prepared to reclaim a nation find their plans exposed. <laughs> the chaos multiplies after an assassin strikes down the mighty leader in broad daylight, and Alphonse falls prey to the monsters in the dark. It I would have doing so well. <laughs> it would have been fine if you wouldn't have told me to compare it to Zach Baggins. It then, didn't sound like 
then that's all I could hear was, we're here in this haunted house, and I'm gonna send Aaron down into the basement alone. Poor Aaron. Aaron should sue Zach Bagans. Bagelbites treats him so horribly. He's like, so horrible. Aaron, I've got this urge to stab you in the throat. And Aaron's like, what the heck, man? Every time. So, so incredibly bagel bites. How many times can you get possessed to kill Aaron? Apparently, a lot. The limit does not exist. (laughs) Shut up. It's so bad. Okay, so looming shadows. Ready or not, the (laughs) who am I writing to? Ready or not, the promised day will soon arrive. You're writing to me. Oh no! That was my first bullet point. I'm like, what? Because I watched this like a week ago. I'm like, what am I writing? Ready or not? Um, the okay, Briggs- I was just apparently losing my mind because I was like, months, months have gone by. Months. They haven't seen each other once. What? I was it's like, so sad. Oh no, I yawned. Okay. So, oh, oh no, it's okay. We got oh, no, we got this. We're half almost. Oh, we're halfway. We're okay. not halfway there. Uh, <laughs> brick soldiers are invisible. They have their tanks <gasps> to fill water supply, and Winry was hidden in one of the tanks so she could get back home. Um, Winry's back home, but Granny's not there. Okay, this is where I start to have some beef. Winry is getting dressed and halfway undressed, and Ed's sitting there eating a sandwich. Laugh out loud, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. But let me tell you, was the boob curve necessary? Because it was not it was like not. that in the manga. The it manga stopped not. like right here, but that was like right here. Like you saw these curves. Boobs don't stay up like that without a bra. Fan service is the worst thing about anime culture besides the machismo no girls allowed bs yeah you know that's just kind of whatever and that's just life because women are second class citizens and everyone can suck it but fan service is ridiculous like i said before it just takes a perfectly great story takes you out of it to give you what a snippet of something you're not even gonna see if you really want to watch it go watch a freaking hentai calm down yeah like I don't need to do my shit. I was so upset about that because it's all it's a sweet moment in the manga of like Ed's just trying to get quiet, peace alone, to eat a sandwich because he's stressed. He's he's feeling the way of the world. Winry's upset and alone and just had to get like smuggled back home and she just wants to change into some clean clothes, which are Ed's by the way. Um and she's then- wearing Ed's shirt. Whenever she's, that's the shirt I she's taking know. off, and she's wearing his shirt. I know, I know, I know, I love it. Uh, but yeah, so uh. it's like just two people who have like slowly started falling in love, haven't confessed it to each other yet, but like they're just exhausted. Like you, you see that they're too young to have this weight on them, but this burden's been given to them. And then they threw in this, like, sexuality thing, and I was like, no, this was supposed to be just, like, a sweet moment of, like, Ed's bashful because he does like Winry. Winry's bashful because she does like Ed. Also, she thought the home was empty, he thought the home was empty, and he's eating a sandwich in Winry's room, and he said because he just wants some alone time, but because he misses Winry, just like Winry's wearing Ed's shirt because she misses Ed. And then they had to throw in the boob thing. And it ruined a perfectly sweet and wonderful moment. It made me really upset. 
It just really bothers me that it's not in the manga. They just wanted to have some boobs. The manga, is, the, the shirt is so much lower. Like, this is such a beautiful little Whatever. scene. And the shirt is so much lower. Because this is the episode where you realize Ed's grown. He's taller than Winry. And I lost my mind. I sent Bridget a picture. I was like, what? I was like, right after I watched this episode, I had to go to work. And I was like, no, he's taller than her, though. I swear. And in the last, in the episode before, I literally wrote down, I think Ed got taller. And I didn't believe it. And then they showed that. I literally have, Dead. like, 20 of the photos of that scene and drawings all saved on my phone. <laughs> because I'm obsessed with that moment, and I was like, he's tall. Okay. Um, so, past the sexism, uh, pure chaos <laughs> breaks out with the chimeras and greed and breaks all pointing gu- guns, and the dog is barking, and Ed yells, I just wanted some, pri- some more private tea, my sandwich! <laughs> And Winry kicks out everyone but Ed. But Ed. Uh, I love that. I know. So Winry talks about how Al was at the train station and Ed could run over there and go see him. But Ed like takes one step and then stops because he's a fugitive now and he can't risk anyone seeing him. But he misses Al so much. And it was so heartbreaking. And Winry can just see that pain in him. And it made me so sad because they've been separated for so long. Uh, It destroyed me. And Alan's in so much trouble. He's losing time. I poor sweet baby is. Oh, I know. Uh, I said Ed looks so much older in this scene. And then Granny's here. And then she goes, "Winry, welcome home." I don't know why I wrote that, but apparently I just love Granny. Granny. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I just really love Granny. Uh, so Winry's so confused by Greedling, and they explain everything. And then Ed is laying on Winry's bed, working, and she's working on his auto mail. And he learns about Leor and Al and Major Miles. Al is with Major Miles. Ed's sad, depressed, and scared. Ed wants Winry to leave the country to be safe, but Winry's mad and says he does not need to doubt himself and he has to stop them and save everyone or else they all die. She's like, there's no room for doubt. You have to fix this. And Winry knows that's like an unfair request, but she also knows how powerful Ed is, but like he's their only hope. Um, and then <laughs> I still don't know how powerful Ed is. I'm very frustrated by that. All or- I've seen him do is make steers and make a car look ugly. That's all I want to say. The end. Well, so... I don't know if I trust Ed at this point. To ruin that really great moment of, like, deep thinking, my next bullet point was, Hey, yo! Ed is taller than Winry and buff! And buff. And buff! so much like Hohenheim, though. It's redonkulous. Oh, yeah. Especially when we saw that image of young Hohenheim. Oh, man. They're like twins. They're like clones. Yeah. And then Ed ruined this moment by saying, you just don't know when to shut up, do ya? To Winry. Because he's that so person. stressed. And I'm like, classic male exploding and taking your rage out on something, someone else that's not the situation. Um, so Greed's telling him that greed, things that you want aren't always bad. But everyone wants something they don't have. And it's making Ed think. Um... And so they're going to leave in the middle of the night. Winry catches them and <sighs> this line made me cry. Have an apple pie waiting for us, okay? And I was like, <sighs> because that 
that's all Alphonse wants to eat first when he comes body back. But coming out of the side, I really love the fact that greed as a feeling is neither bad nor good. It's just something that everything everyone has. Everyone, everyone has, and it depends on how you something. act on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really liked that because, again, I'm a big fan of greed. But I, I, I liked the original greed, too. Yeah. And then he became my favorite character, and I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll just keep you. That's I fine. thought it was a deep moment for greed for them to show that, like, hey, these emotions are normal things that everyone has. It all just depends on how you wrestle with those emotions. And I, I thought it. that was, like, it's really perfect. deep. And, like, he's got Ling in there, and Ling's making him aware of the other souls in there. And so he's like, you don't just have greed. That might be your overwhelming thing, but, like, you are a body of a person and so mm-hmm. i thought it was a cool deep moment it gives me hope that maybe some chimera i mean not chimera some homunculi can be I, I feel like literally only greed is good yeah. maybe bradley i have a weird hunch bradley, about bradley you know i said that if we go back to like episode two or three or whatever i say that about bradley i'm like there's got to be a redemption arc somewhere because when he talks about his wife that he right. may be that like I mm, I don't know there I don't might know just... man I don't I don't know how I feel I feel like there's humanity somewhere deep in there there's something yeah I don't know we'll see we'll see um so <laughs> I wrote what did I write oh I I said Ed says he's gonna stop it and then when we wanted to say something to Ed and then doesn't say it and I was like ah um and then. I laughed at, where's Mark, the, the, like, Chimera saying, where's Marco and Scar? And I wrote, here they are! Because they're just, like, right in front of them, eating. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, they're in Lior. And now them and Chimeras are tra- having to travel to Central and Yoki. Poor Yoki. Uh, not poor really Yoki. poor Yoki, but poor Yoki. Um, Scar doesn't want to save the country. He <laughs> I wrote, Scar doesn't want to save the country. He wants to save it. He wants to change <laughs> it. He wants to change it. Uh, he wants to acknowledge, wants the country to acknowledge what they did and make sure it never happens again. You know, never forget. Uh, fellow Ishvalans now have chosen to join them as allies. They all meet up in the forest. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Um. Army time. I'm ready for this. Then we pan over to Grumman and Miles. They're running drills that normally they run in the north, but they are doing them in the east. And they have a plan in place. But their plan is kind of mixed up because Bradley's there in person to oversee the drills. Since the promised day is so close, he doesn't want anything to get messed up. Um, Poor sweet baby Owl. Oh, we pan over to Owl. He's in the train. And he keeps going in and out of consciousness more frequently. And they're lasting longer each time. And he's going back to his body in the portal. So, like, if he, like, goes there permanently, he's dead. He's in. The, he's crossed over to the other side. Um, I cannot. I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, and I wrote, I cannot. uh-oh, Gluttony has found Owl and is chasing him. And I wrote, poop. Pride is here, too, and Owl is struggling. No. It was in all caps. Al loses consciousness again in the middle of running away from Pride and Gluttony. And I wrote in all cap, no stop, my baby boy. Oh, I said, and don't touch his seal. I will personally destroy you. It was so sad. And then 
you just hear Pride say, we'll wake you up on the promised day. And thus, Al is captured, and we don't see him for a little bit. Uh, 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 so, we pan over. Roy is with Olivier. Um, and he says, I'm going to have to take you out to dinner soon. And her, her amazing follow, her amazing, like, threat back to him is, going to follow up on your threat after all? Because every time he tries to take her out, like, like there was one time I think he said, I'm gonna have to take you out to dinner, and she was like, I could eat you, a lot, like, eat you or money alive or whatever. Like, eat more than you could afford. Yeah. It was great. Some, something like that. Yeah, it was something, it was down somewhere. way, way smoother, but she said that, and it was amazing. Um, yeah. Roy says the mansion is huge enough to hide a battalion. I think that was uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Olivia says she'd rather leave the entire mansion to Roy rather than Alex, and she hates Roy. Um, Roy gives her, he, how did I write this? High, Hisense flowers. Uh, and they have a message in there telling her that Salome, Salim, Salome, Salim, jeez, Salim is a homunculus, and the flowers represent ladylike charm, and it made her throw the flowers. He said that. I think on purpose because he knew she would throw the flowers away, thus also burning the message uh, for safety. So, the promised day is tomorrow, we find out. <laughs> and I was like, what? That happened quickly. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? I felt like we had two months or something to prepare, but we did. We tomorrow. had like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Where, what is happening? How do we still have like 15 episodes? And it's tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, uh, they said they can't find Al. Uh oh. They know um, that they're playing. What? Oh, they know that they're planning on uh, creating a or making a coup. Uh, and actually, they know the whole. So it's up when Bradley's up in the tower. The soldiers like, hey, I just found out the secret plan. They know they're gonna um, start creating a coup, cause a coup, perform a coup. Anyway, a coup. Yeah. A coup, a coup? a coup. I don't know. I wrote drawing a coup, but I don't think that's they're it. Cooing. Anyway, they're yeah, cooing. they're they're cooing. They're cooing. <laughs> Write that down. There. Oh, no, cooing. your brother's in the butcher shop, cooing. <laughs> My brother at the butcher shop. <laughs> they cooing, doing a coup. <laughs> actually, that one actually might be correct because that sounds better. Anyway, so Bradley's like, ah, and then they're like realizing all this plan of the the Shvalans invading and moving the military to Central to stop them. Roy taking control, so they have this whole plan they've learned about. Uh, and I'm like, who ratted them out? Uh, because of the info, they have to go back to Central. Bradley has to go back to Central. But the train stops over the bridge on the river, and I go, oh, maybe this was on purpose. Maybe they leaked this info on purpose to get him in this vulnerable spot. Uh, there's a herd of sheep blocking them, and then the engine lets go of their cart and leaves them. And that guy, I love the guy in the, like, caboose, but not the caboose, the engine, and was like, bye! Uh, just leaves them, and then the train blows up the bridge, and the train car is destroyed. But we all know Bradley ain't dead. Um nah. He can't be. No. But it was the miners. It was the miners from that lovely town that destroyed it. And I love the miners. Um, Grumman laughs that they tricked them. But, uh, yeah. Right. Bradley ain't dead. Bradley ain't dead. We know because he's a monkey lion. They didn't find a body, so. 
Um, so Hawkeye has been now reunited with some of the Mustang troop, and that warms my stinking heart because I love that gang of friends. Yuri's alive. Yuri's alive. That's right. Because the last time we saw him was in that really compromised position on like a skirmish. Ugh. He did not die. I know. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm so, so worried about him. And who else is with her? That other guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, Bretta. Bretta. Uh, and I said the music was really epic for this ending with Hawkeye cocking her gun. Uh, and I said, is this the music ending because we're almost done with the show? Like, now we, we get, like, these epic endings, not just, like, we cut to credits. Now we get, like, music sure. in the actual episode. Um, uh, and I say, okay, we're now back to the old ending photos for the credits. Um, so, after credits... Everyone thinks the Fuhrer is dead, but they're waiting on confirmation that he's dead. And Olivier thinks about taking the lead, but she's, because, like, that's all the leaders in general saying, like, what do we do? Someone needs to lead. And she's like, should I be leading? Because I'm kind of a double agent. But then Father shows up in the room with Sloth, who is giant, and I always forget that, and puts his hand on her shoulder saying, don't worry, I'm watching over Central. I'm here. So Father's, like, straight up out of the caves below the ground and is gonna lead central and i'm like eh. um and he had to touch the only girl in the room right all right him. all right yeah classic man also power. only one woman in the room yeah we can mm. do better that's pretty accurate to work, work i know you're places. nazis and you're horrible but we can do better we could um, and so in the little after credit scenes, it shows Ed and Al reunited, but they're now f fighting Gluttony and Pride, and Al doesn't look okay from that little preview we see. Um, and then, so... Gee, I wonder why. Gee, I wonder why. Gluttony's belly portal opening up again, and then the ominous quote at the end of every episode, strike a light deep within the heart of man in order to ward away the darkness. Lauren, do you have fun facts for us? Uh, only that the content from this came from Chapter 84, Shadow of the Pursuer, and Chapter 85, The Empty Box. That is it. All right. Fun facts. Here's your Netflix summary for Episode 47, Emissary of Darkness. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> should I do this? Should I do this in the voice again? Please, or should please. I? No, no more Zach Bagel Bites Baggins. A sinister voice rings out from the shell of Al's armor, and Ed and Greed find themselves under attack. As the homunculi use their use the darkness to their advantage, a face from the past arrives to join the battle. Alright, that's not a bad one. Not that bad. Mm -mm. That was an okay one. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, the way the episode opens is kind of terrifying. It's just Al floating in this, like, purgatory kind of feel. And then you realize he's in the portal. And the portal voice slash truth is talking to him and says, It's too soon for you to die. We aren't done with you yet. But then I realize it's not the portal voice. It's stinking nope. pride slash Salim Bradley. Pride is my least favorite person in this entire show. I know. It's a little brat. Punt him. Anyway, Ed is at Konoma, um, and Ho is there too, and now they're reunited. Uh, and I laugh that Ed, when he sees him, just immediately punches him in the face with the auto mail arm. Um, and he's like, you could warn me. Anyway, their relationship's still strained. They're working on it. Um, 
are they? And he goes, they go, who are your new friends? And the chimeras go, we're not. We're all in the sinking ship. Same sinking ship. And it made me laugh because they, they refused to acknowledge friendship with Ed. Um, Ho agrees to tell them everything and everyone is stunned. Ho said he was worried that this was going to be more difficult for Ed to understand than Al. And I think that kind of shocks Ed that Al was so accepting of their father. Because Ed, I get it, Ed is the oldest and he holds more resentment towards Ho. I get it. When you're hurt like that, well, he I was, get it. He remembered more of it. I think yeah. that's... And he saw like, the day his dad the left. The burden he carries. Yeah, yeah. Like, he remembers that Al was just a little baby for... I still want to know why he left. Yeah. I bet he left to try to become human. I, I'm guessing that immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. He wanted to become human so they could all live and die together. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Okay. Uh, the, <laughs> just take a moment there. That's sad. All right. The solar eclipse is the day, is the promised day. So that's tomorrow, solar eclipse. And this whole episode takes place overnight. Uh, Ho asks Ed to help him, uh, and Ed says he's only teaming up because their odds are better together, and it's basically like, we're not friends. My odds are just better if I have more bodies. Um, I'm ready for this team up, though. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm I'm ready ready for them to do more effort for me. Uh, Ed tells Ho what Granny told him to tell him. His mom's dying words. And we only heard part of this. We didn't hear this last part. I'm sorry I couldn't keep my promise, but I'm dying first. <laughs> and Ho is looking up at the stars and crying. And I'm crying. And everyone's crying. And I'm not okay. Because it's really sad. I don't like that I care for him now, but I'm like... <laughs> and then something after that... They're like, Ed takes a step away, and he's with his guys, and they're, like, eating. They've, like, left Ho, and they're talking about him, and Ed says that Ho isn't what he expected. And for some reason, that hit me, like, really deep in the feels. Because I'm just like, are your your parents are never what you expect, because, you know, they're just, they're people. They're just and people, I don't yeah. Know, I have some pretty flawed parents who I love, and... It's just, it was a weird thing that I wasn't expecting from this show to hurt me with, but here we are. Here we are crying. Any sort of daddy issues or parent issues, man, this show really pokes and prods at that. Golly. It got Uh, me real deep. I feel you. I feel you, Fred. I feel you. <laughs> I know, this part of the episode, I'm pretty sure I paused, and I was like, <laughs> I did too. I was like, I feel affronted. <laughs> I can cry I again right now. Time. Today Don't. was already very emotional. Don't this pen it. is not waving enough air We're in doing my face. so good. Don't do it. All right. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, Ho's just so heartbroken over Trisha, and and... So- the Chimeras are telling Ed that maybe he should be reasonable with his dad, and there must be a reason he left their mom. There must be! So tell me, show. Tell me the reason. What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? Cardi B voice. What was the reason? And you. You're gonna love the me. Man. There you go. Uh, okay. And so, we just, like, went straight into normal talking after that. I, um, I know. It's Ed transmutes him a red coat again. 
dingus. Hey, and you know, whenever I have a job interview, like, if, if anything important is happening, I wear my favorite underwear. I call them my power panties. Because when I am in those panties, I feel <laughs> confident. And these are his power panties. It's his red jacket. <laughs> so you know what, Ed? You get it. I understand. You wear your power panties. Power panties. I I vibed so hard with that. I was like, you know what? The first thing I would do if I had the power to make whatever I want, I would make my most comfortable thing for the battle that I'm about to do tomorrow. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And I love alliteration too. I'm now going to call my favorite pair power panties. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you never have before. This is seriously like- I have a favorite pair. No, I totally understand that. I've just never had a name for it. And now I do. Thank you. Power panties. Power panties. Uh, Writing that down for the title. Um, (laughs) Ed and his power panties. (laughs) His red power panties. Oi! Um, I'm sorry. So, what do the chimeras go, isn't that a little flashy? And Ed says, might be the last battle we fight. Gonna do it in style. And I was like, classic. There he is. There's our boy. That's our boy right there. Little skulls. Style, y'all. Oh my gosh. Here we are. Uh, Ed asks everyone why they're sticking around and fighting, but none of them are gonna abandon the cause, and I really love that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Al's walking out of the forest, but Al's eyes aren't lit up. And it sounds a bit like Al's voice, but something's wrong. Greed can sense it. The chimeras can sense it. The only person who can't is sweet, dumb Ed. Everybody else has got that tingle. Um, Ling takes over the body and yells to get away because that's not Al. That's actually pride in him because, remember, Ling can sense the chimera- the homunculi. We'll get They're into that chi. later. Um... Oh my gosh, all the eyes, Al, poor baby Al, all of a sudden we realize that pride is in him, uh, inside of Al, and controlling his body like a suit of armor, which just means Al is straight up still unconscious. I hate it. I'm so sad. Uh, Grumman, then we pan over, in a very vulnerable moment, we pan over back to Grumman and all of them, Grumman and Major Miles. Grumman seems to be planning on double-crossing everyone, because he's watching the bridge explosion and trying to find, like, the body. He thinks they'll get captured, and then he'll slide in and take command while others are getting sentenced as enemies of the state, which is what he's planning on. Um, but it looks like Miles is onto it, because Miles is kind of standing behind him looking at it. But then, uh, you hear Miles' inner monologue, and he's definitely, like, Grumman's gonna double-cross us. I understand this. Because he's no fool. Mama didn't raise no fool. Mama Olivier Armstrong didn't raise no fool. Um, so... (laughs) You know she didn't. Uh, so, Ed, we're back to Ed. Ed knows that, uh, he has to be taken alive, so it helps in their fights, because he's supposed to be a sacrifice. Um, somebody takes out all the power. And I don't remember who it was, but the power's gone. I think it might have been Ed on accident. Um... It was someone on purpose. Was it? Okay. And I, I like, want to say it was greed. That I like it. blinked and then the power was out and I was like, oh, dang it. Um, But so now Pride can't cast shadows without a source of light. So he's just as blind as them. So he can't do his little sneaky, sneaky snake thing because there's no shadows. Sneaky snake. Sneaky snake. I'm a 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 sneaky snake. I hate us. Okay. <laughs> um, 
they think Pride's in the forest because he's only controlling the armor like a little puppet with the little hands. The little hands. Uh, uh, I almost bought you that ring. I would have if it wasn't forty dollars. Well, <laughs> don't like, so close. I might have found a cheaper one, and I might have bought. Oh it. my gosh. <laughs> So maybe on Christmas Day, <laughs> you guys. I was on TikTok the other day, and I don't know why this happened, but it was like right after I watched this episode, and I found this ring that just wraps around and it's these little teeny little tiny hands. hands. And Bridget was so affected by the teeny tiny little Celine Bradley shadow hands, and I was like, I this is this is the best thing I've ever seen. The little hands creep so me ugly. out so much; they're always on your face. I know. Like, eh. They're perfect. I I hate love them. Yeah, so I the found them. Depiction. I found them no. on Amazon, and I found them for way cheaper. And I was like, "Yep, we're getting a matching pair. So you're getting a gold one, and I'm getting a silver one." I'm so excited! Is that what you were waiting for? Yeah, it's supposed to come in the mail tomorrow. So that's the that's the last piece I'm waiting on. So you're welcome. I will wear it forever. I hate it, but I love it so much. <laughs> the fact that I like got me a matching one with you, I was like, Lord, can be gold and I'll be silver. Yes. Well, that was the thing. I would have to get us both one. I wasn't going to pay yeah, 80 bucks right? to get us these ugly rings. They weren't cute. <laughs> no. But they were, they Amazon, were Bradley rings. Amazon had them for like 12 bucks. And I was like, don't mind if uh, I do. <laughs> that's right. That is correct. Yeah, I, so, I'm so happy. I'm little hands merry little. christmas merry christmas everybody <laughs> little hands I'm and gonna, all <laughs> gotta put it on and just like tiny clap <laughs> little tiny and oh, i'll do okay, this from the corner my saloon face and i'll pull out my sword and pretend to kill everything that i love and i'll talk like this from the shadows no <laughs> No. no. Okay, so they think Pride's in the forest because they're only controlling the armor like a puppet. The chimeras transform and get ready to start fighting Pride. Um, I love that they're using their animal instincts, uh, and they have to hide and kill him before they kill, before, you know, the homunculi kill them. But they can sniff people out using their animal instincts. Ed doesn't want to leave out, but they have to stay close until after the fight is done. The lion chimera is nocturnal because he's a cat. Uh, and the gorilla chimera can sense gluttony launching an attack and saves them. She like tackles them and is like, hey, don't move. Uh, the gorilla is now fighting gluttony. And the final blow, he's like, a final blow to take out gluttony. And he accidentally punches Ed in the dark. And Ed's first line, why, Mr. Gorilla? I thought we were sticking too close together not to lose each other in the dark. And the gorilla just goes, sorry. That the whole delivery, I can't do it justice, but the whole delivery in that scene was so funny. Why, Mr. Gorilla? I thought we were sticking close together not to get lost in the dark. And he's just sorry. <laughs> anyway, it was so funny. It made me laugh so much. Um so Ling now has control of the body again because he can sense the chimera and he can attack gluttony in the dark. But Greed's like all Jacqueline in the back of his mind. I love this. I, I love this. He's got like his commentary this and he's talking out loud and it's just like, it's really fun. I am totally fine if they want to keep that his character forever. You know what it is? You know what it is and why you love it? It's Venom. <laughs> 
the coat, the evil voice in your head, but they kind of make a fun buddy cop movie. It's Venom. I feel really called out right now. That's why you love it. I like, I have this beautiful picture of Venom from Comic-Con in my chest. <laughs> So this is your onion, and we just peeled back one more layer. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Eddie Brock, I mean, uh, sorry, Ling Green. <laughs> Look, I don't think you understand how devastated I am right now. <laughs> It made sense to me. It's like in my notes. I was like, yeah, he's got the armor. He's got like a bad guy in his head. They kind of switch off and help each other out. He's great. I mean, it's Venom. I, I mean, he's Yuji. I, in my brain, he's Yuji. He's Eddie Brock but and Venom. You're right. It is Venom. And now I have... Oh, no. <laughs> Oops. Okay. You gotta keep going. Okay. I'm, I'm in turmoil. Uh, so Ling has control of the body again because he can sense the chimera so he can attack Gluttony in the dark. But, oh no, the Gluttony portal opens up and Gluttony's gonna eat everything since he can't see. But then, as the portal's trying to open up, something super fast comes in and quickly, absolutely slices Gluttony up. The gorilla chimera says, stay down, kid. And I is like, aw, he cares for Ed like the helpless baby he can be. Um, and so Ling smiles and says, it might be. I think it is. Bam, 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 is Lan Fan with an amazing auto mail arm slicing up. Gluttony. My Love babe. it. Love it. My and ship. that's, that's My where it ends. <laughs> that's where that episode ends. So, um, after credit, it looks like Ed has the armor arm that Greed has. And I was like, oh, oh, you can see like his black hand and I was like oh okay um and then uh the quote the, the ominous quote what was that why did you just dramatically I'm hit sorry. your head like so oh. I, had, I have a note for the next chapter and I didn't understand it until right now because I guess I wasn't reading fast enough so I must have like missed part of the explanation uh, but, uh, I all feel right. Well, glad we connected. Really pieces. stupid now. Yeah, you'll have to explain it when we get there. I will. Okay. So the last little ominous quote that they do at the end: Are you willing to claim victory from the blood of your friends, or aren't you? Yes. And I then am. I wrote in all caps. So oh, no. oh no! Is one of the chimera peeps gonna die? Because I don't want them to die. I like them. Lauren, do you have happy fun facts for us? Other I than only have one fun fact, and that's Greedling is Venom. That's it. I'm really upset that you did that to me. Um, so sorry. There's a I'm lot not of that sorry, that I but I contemplate about my life now. But um, the content from this episode comes from chapter 68, Portrait of a Family, and chapter 85 the empty box and chapter 86 i'm sorry i didn't see that there was a third chapter servant of darkness servant the of end. darkness all right and here is your netflix summary for episode 
48, Oath in the Tunnel. Oh, oh. Here we go. After investigating the twisted roots of the Bradley family tree, Mustang gathers his most loyal troops. Meanwhile, Ed and his allies continue fighting Salim, who shocks everyone by turning on his own kind. Wow! Whoa! Dang, I Netflix! Know. Netflix Whoa. sucks, man. <laughs> That's it's a really huge upsetting. spoiler, because my jaw literally dropped during that part. I know. That's so rude. I, I know. So sick I know. Alright, well, let's get there so that we stop spoiling it, because Netflix, jeez. Um, it's okay, they've already watched it, Bridget. That's why they're listening to this podcast. It's okay. They I'm know. so offended for them, though. Anyway. They know. They know. Do they know? Uh, so Gluttony's they know all... Is Eddie Brock, which is <laughs> You notice, he eats for free, he runs away. Okay. Uh, Gluttony is all sliced up and goes, Will you stop killing me? I don't want to die anymore. That hurt! <laughs> it's really stupid. That's a bad voice, but... Love it. That was really bad. <laughs> um, so bad. So then there's the quote of why they can sense the, the homunculi. The ruler of Xin controls the qi, known as the dragon's pulse. They can read the flow of the qi and can train in the darkness. And guess what? It's Fu! Fu is here! Fu! Alright, so one more homunculus is in the settlement nearby that Fu can sense, but he says he's bigger in comparison. We know it's Ho, but we haven't began to see all the power that Ho has because he's a living, you know, philosopher's stone. Um, I'm so excited. I'm ready to see Ho just go, like, intense power-up. I need him to go up. ape. Like, I need hey, him- You were inside my son. I'm about to destroy you. <laughs> yeah, they were inside Al. I know, but- I know it sounds bad, but it wasn't meant bad. I want him to go Super Saiyan. And, like, I don't know. Like, I want him to look like, in my head... I don't want him to go Super Saiyan, but I want, I want him to, to look see like some impressive alchemy. I want like, to see alchemy that's not pulling a spear out of the ground. I want to look like... I want him to look like when Sailor Moon does her magic to put her suit on, but that's his powers. You want him to have a magic girl transformation? I really do. So bad. I don't know no. why. Fighting him on my daylight. Alright. Uh, um, so. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Ed goes to help, but the explosion shoots him back. Uh, the lion chimera is getting tired, and Pride is just taking it and wearing the lion chimera out. Like, he's punching him, and his head is just turning, and it's the most terrifying little thing. And I'm like, this little twerp needs to die. Um, then we pan over to Roy and Madam Christmas. Madam Christmas gives Roy photos of Selim being around for years and years and years, longer than an average human, and is a homunculus. Uh, and... <laughs> The line she goes, yeah, because he had a father named King, and I was like, boo! I'm still mad that they named him King. Yeah, um, golly. Uh, and so I go, oh no, the townspeople go over there and are are burning a light. Oh, then we pan back to the fight. Sorry, we jump around a lot in this episode. Uh, and the townspeople are running over because there's, like, there's a huge explosion, and they're bringing light, which caused, 
shadows and it slices the lion up and now Selim can fight again because they drop the lantern, it catches a bush on fire, and now Pride can crawl around. And now um, there is fire. <laughs> yeah, fire. Uh, and then dumb little Pride goes, appearances rarely show the truth. Isn't that right, little alchemist? And I go, Pride I is so intense love. and is absolutely just pushing Ed's buttons. I So, in the Japanese, he calls Ed his little alchemist. Ooh. And I'm like, that's Ooh. saucy. Ooh. I like that. Very saucy. You're and mine. I shrieked a little bit. And I literally shouted at the screen, he got so tall, though. <laughs> He's little. tall. Y'all stop it. <laughs> He grew oh, five inches. Now. You don't understand. Oh, oh. that's funny. Um, that's good. So then in the midst of that, we pan back over to Roy. And then we realize that Roy's real name is Chris Mustang, a.k.a. like Christmas. Madam Christmas is really Roy's foster mother. And I was like, oh, this was a turn I wasn't expecting. And I love this what so much. What a weird tie-in. Right? Didn't. I really love it. He goes, I'll buy you a new bar because he's going to destroy this one. Um, and then he's like, are the girls gone? Are they gone? And she goes, of course you're worried about the girls because, you know, she runs like, she's like the pimp. Uh, and Mustang's asking about the girls. And we can just absolutely see where all of Mustang's personality and sass comes from. It's from Madam Christmas. And I thought that the girls it. were... Maybe I just made this up in my mind because I wanted it to be canon, and now it's just a really good headcanon. I thought that the girls were his foster siblings, and that's why he cares so much about them and knows who they are. I'm pretty sure. They're probably not. It's a They're brothel. Probably those, yeah, and that's I'm fine. Pretty sure um, it's a bar brothel. But, but in my heart, I do love that all headcanon. Yeah, I love that. They just care about each other. So look, look at this little sweetheart over it. here. He's Roy Christmas Sting. His name is Chris. Christmas Sting. Christmas Sting. Christmas. Roy Christmas Sting. Adorable. Okay. Uh, so Mustang's reunited with Hawkeye and some of his team. Yay! And Hayate is their watchdog. And I say, oh. And Hawkeye has the whole Bradley itinerary, which is good. Um, the Eastern Battalion. Now, because we pan over to that, it might not invade central as planned uh because security is now heightened the fuhrer is missing and they're going to continue to see this through no matter the outcome they won't turn back because if they fail they still die and they still have to rebuild the country even if they win their one order because mustang's like giving this whole speech of like why we're still doing this and their one order from him is don't die don't die that and they all. they better stink and listen let me tell you they'll try they I don't trust anything about better stinking really listen. They better stinking hey, listen. Don't why, trust. Why, yada, yada. All right. Um, pan back to Pride. Pride is mad that he can't cut Ed because Ed beep, 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 used uh, Greed's thing, found out the alchemy build for it, and is now using the like impenetrable skin, which is kind of cool and kind of creepy because he's Venom. Oh. I was told that it was just, it's his, um... The carbon, blah, blah, blah. stuff, because his thing is also carbon fiber. That yeah. was the thing that I was confused about. I was like, why can't Pride cut through carbon fiber? I don't understand. And it's so, because it's the same craft that is the ultimate 
shield and i didn't yeah. know that they break it I down a lot. Reading fast the Ed keeps his northern auto mail, and it's carbon fiber base, so he can use the base to create enough, because you have to have enough of something, to create the armor like greed. He can't do his whole body, but he can do, like, parts, because it's enough in that. So, because of that, Pride fights Dirty and uses Al's body to fight Ed, because he knows he won't hurt Al's body. And I was like, what? Evil. A punk kid. Um, evil child. Fu uses a flash bomb on Pride, and Pride literally yells, No! So maybe it does something to him? I don't know. Uh, Lan Fan is still chasing Gluttony, but her auto mail is hurting her because she hasn't had it in long enough. Like, she just had major surgery for a lost appendage. That, that, that body has not healed. Um, so in the flash, Al is caught by Mr. Gorilla. Uh, and taken to a safe place uh, so you can save Al from being puppeteered. Um, and they know about Lon Fawn because they can sense her presence. Uh, but then all of a sudden, Pride starts talking about like the odds and all of this, and that he needs more power, and it's not fair. And you're like, where is this going? And then I'm like, oh no. Is Pride about to eat gluttony? And straight up, he eats gluttony to gain his power by, like, ingesting his Philosopher's Stone. So now Pride has two Philosopher's Stones in him. And so, uh, but he now, he can now smell their moves. So he's double powerful and needed Gluttony's sense of smell so he can fight. And he can smell their moves. It also has Gluttony's hunger. So, great. Ugh. But he can smell Ho, and he's in the forest trying to fix and help Al. And that's how the episode ended! And I was like... So, he's double powerful, he can smell where they are, he knows Ho's there, he knows Ho's there trying to fix Al, and the episode ends? It was very stressful of a cliffhanger. So, the after credits. Hi. Uh, I wrote a lot for the after credits. Um, Father is meeting with the evil leaders about Mustang and his betrayal. Olivier says she thinks Mustang would take the Fuhrer's wife as hostage. So he's branded as a traitor, so now he's got to work in the shadows too. And I said, is she throwing him off their scent? Uh, and, yep, Mustang and Hawkeye do end up taking uh, down security, but they're very polite and tell the Fuhrer's wife that they're not going to harm her. Mustang offers her his hand, and we assume she takes it. He says it's important. I think that they're going to get her to turn on Bradley and kind of manipulate his emotion, because, you know, Hawkeye was there when... She said, like, hey, he chose her as a wife, and so that there's kind of an emotional tie there, and she was talking about, like, how he was, like, nervous to ask her on a date and things like that. Uh, so he's gonna maybe have conflicting feelings, because I think she, he loves her, and is he gonna be loyal to father, or is, does he really love his wife? Um... And then Al is back and with Ho, but Ed is fighting Pride, and they look like they're losing. Ho stops Ed from fighting Pride, and now the day is starting. And that is the end of the end after credit scene. Oy. A lot of emotions, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Do you have fun so facts? So much crap is about to happen. Oh, I only I have a chapter. It's chapter okay. 87, The Oath Made in the Underground. I do have important questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. I have, I have four important questions. Okay. So, number one, will Alphonse be okay after Pride is done using him uh, as a puppet? Yeah. Uh, number two, will Ed and Ho be able to move past their iffy past to be a family of cool, super awesome guys? 
<laughs> cool, super awesome guys. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, what is Mustang Squad's plan now that they have Mrs. Bradley? Yeah, what's, what's that going to And do? number four, uh, I refuse to think that Bradley actually died, so when is he going to show up again? And what's he going to do? He's for sure going to show up again. No body, no dead. Uh, yeah. And I also want to know what Winry was going to say to Ed, to Al, Ed, to Ed, and stopped. Um, yeah. Because she loved him. She loved him. She want to have his she babies. They love each other. Uh, yeah, Sorry. that's a shout out to Miss Congeniality for all you babies that might be listening and don't know what we're singing. Oh, God. No. Um, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I think that's good questions. Uh, so next time we're going to watch episodes 49 through 52. Episode 49 is called Filial Affection. Is it Final Affection or Filial Affection? I think it's Filial. Oh. I don't know. I wrote it. Uh, episode 50, Upheaval and Central. Episode 51, The Immortal Legion. That's not good. Uh, episode 52, Combined Strength. Uh, uh, is that maybe Ho and Ed teaming up? Uh, uh, uh. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that it comes after The Immortal Legion means that's not great. They need help. No. Um, yes. <laughs> I, well, so that was it. That was it. That was, we're almost at the end. We're going to be at episode 52 so that'll be what 12 episodes left after this next recording i'm does it go to 64 yeah i'm Wait. starting to feel some intense trepidation i also hate that i cut this so that we hit every cliffhanger but how did you, you know, do that um, how did you do that I, I don't know i've never seen this show man i i'm doing my best you hit every cliffhanger because i was like Ew, what <laughs> It wasn't intentional. It just kind of happened, man. Man. Yeah, it was uh, really intense. Well, that's really all I got. And I got to work pretty early tomorrow. So yeah, I got to go get on a plane um, in less than 12 hours now. Uh, well, uh, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. We'll yeah, be fine. I'll be we'll good. Be fine. Think of the little pride hand rings. And <laughs> I'll look at him and go, eh. Oh, I'm going to hate it so much. I'm so excited. I'm going to hate it so much. I love it. All right. Yeah. Well, everybody who's watching, I don't know if anybody's still in our life. There's still one person watching. I, it's Michelle. Oh, I think, it might, I think it might consider me watching our own episode. Oh, it's you. It's That's you. Me. That's fine. I don't know. All right. It's been I'm you the gonna, whole time. It's been I me the whole time. Okay. All right. No. Good night, everybody. Love y'all. We love anime, and we love you. And we love you. Bye.